Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing Season 9, Episode 6 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is Fathers. Our IMDb user synopsis is, Lucy and Kevin see a new doctor for their pregnancy, and they have different opinions of her. Ruthie becomes interested in Martin's friend and starts wearing makeup and acting older. Charlie, the new father of Leanne's baby, is having a hard time and wants out of parenthood, so Eric enlists the help of an old, dear family friend. What was your first impression of this episode? Well, wait, I know what your fir- <laughs> your initial impression when the opening credits were rolling was, what is he doing here? And he being Andrew Keegan, Andrew Keegan being the actor who played Wilson. Um, yes, that was my initial uh, first impression. Another impression I had was, I think this is one of the first times we've had follow-up on people that the Camdens have helped. Ancillary in a, characters. Yeah, like third or fourth tier characters. Um, so, Charlie and Leanne, Luann. Leanne. Leanne. I forgot, I totally, I was like, this kid's back. He's from, I'm trying to think what. He's, it's not from that many episodes ago, but because we took our little hiatus, yeah. we're a little bit removed from it, but. Is it, was it the song of Lucy? I, I think a casual viewer, that sounds right, the song or of Lucy. Or was it from The Best Laid Plans? Well, or maybe it was from Bad... No, it was from the Bad Boy, Bad Boy, What You Gonna Do? It's from that episode. I just looked at our notes. I was gonna say, because I have no notes from Bad Boys, so... <laughs> it's from that episode, the one that we rated very poorly. That's probably why we don't remember. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That was, like, the episode right before the hiatus. Yeah. yeah. We were not on... Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, that just in case everybody's wondering, that's what the character is. Um, who the character's from, or where he's from. Um... Yeah, I was really shocked to see that they brought him back. I was also really shocked to see that they brought Wilson back, just for that. And they also brought back Ben in this episode, which he, and he was kind of not needed at all too. I don't. He like that that actor needed a paycheck, and his brother was doing him a favor. Do you think if they used all the money they paid Wilson's actor and Ben's actor and Charlie's actor, that would be enough to get Jessica Biel to come back? Or even like I don't think at this point there was an, n- any amount, amount of, of money. money that could get Jessica Biel to come back because she was busy being off in blockbuster hits, successful <laughs> films like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which I saw in theaters in wasn't she a just theater in Texas nominated for an Emmy for The Sinner? She was. She was. was the yeah. Sinner is apparently a very very <laughs> good show, and I haven't watched it. Neither have I. But I've only heard good things about it from friends. Um, so. If you're listening to The Sinner, let us know. And, and uh, if, watching, <laughs> if you're watching The Sinner, let us know. Because maybe... What kind of show is it? Is I don't it like understand a dra- it. Is it a drama or yeah. sci-fi? No, it's a drama. It, all the ads I see look like it could border on... I'm pretty sure it's a drama. I feel... It's on USA, right? Yes. It's weird that USA has a good a show. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean a good show. Oh. I don't like, know. What else comes on USA? I feel like just reruns suits, of Law and Order. Psycho. 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 <laughs> People really um, like Suits. Oh, I though. love Suits. I love oh. Suits. No, but he, the, I hate Psych. Oh, I love Psych. Oh, God. I, I actually love USA I like, shows. I used to babysit kids who loved Psych, and I, I had to watch way too many Psych. episodes of it. Um, anyway, continue. Let's start with the actual Seventh Heaven episode. So the cold open... Sucked. Uh, yes. Well, anyway, Matt got dumped by Pampers. Yes. And he's looking for new girls. Remember uh, when he didn't even want to date her, and now he's heartbroken over her? Remember when he wanted to have sex with her, and... Oh, my God. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I blocked it out. Um, well, uh, Mac is... I'm just thinking of a person in diapers. <laughs> no! Remember that True Baby Life? Kink? 
That's yeah, your life. I'm an adult baby. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, viewers, listeners, true life, I'm an adult baby. It's real. All right. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Um, so Mac uh, has been dumped. He wants a new girlfriend, but no girls are really interested in him. We and he's to- asking Martin for help, and then he's like, you don't even have a girlfriend. You don't know anything about girls. Um, Martin names a freshman who might be good, and this is when Ruthie's listening in, and Ruthie gets the idea that maybe she could be that freshman. Yeah, because according to Martin, plenty of 17-year-old guys date freshmen. So, maybe that's true in Glen Oak, um, so that's the deal. Moving Um, on, Ben is visiting. Yeah. Uh, ben is visiting and does not understand that uh, why Kevin is in, so involved in the doctor's appointments, um, and somehow Ben gets like roped into going to the doctor's appointment. Um, and finally, it is PJ Day for Dad and the twins. Except PJ Day is interrupted. Oh, PJ, I'm sorry. PJ Day. I was gonna, oh, also just generally PJ Day is like a day. It's a Saturday, and the twins are like, "Daddy, don't you have to go to work?" And he's like, "No, I don't have to work today." And it's, he's like, "I'm gonna wear my pajamas all day." That's yeah, what PJ Day yeah, is. Yeah, pajama day. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Best laid plans, obviously. God laughs, and uh, the doorbell rings, and we have Charlie being like, help, I can't be a father anymore. And that is the cold open. Um, yeah, so we're going to start with this stupid, contrived Charlie Rev uh, storyline, because it's the furthest removed yes, from the entire yes, plot. Yes, And even though it's like the most it's just like, connected to the title. Yeah, but the way that they just went about, well, they're all pretty connected to the title, but um, to bring back this super, like, tertiary character Mm -hmm. just for this didn't really make sense. So, anyway, as you can imagine, the Rev's entire job during, so Charlie's like, I can't handle it, Um, basically all these things about, like, being a new parent, and the Rev is like, but you have to, so... The Rev has this bright idea of enlisting Wilson to talk to Charlie, Mm -hmm. to tell him about how rewarding a father can be, and also just how his child's life will be lacking Mm -hmm. if his child does not have a father, Um, which is not necessarily true. We support single mothers here at Camden Cast. Um, yeah, the whole point is basically, uh, it's exactly what Aaron said. Um, Charlie's also like, I have a scholarship to college. How am I supposed to go to college? We can't even sleep. And you have Wilson come in, and Wilson was a single father who went to college, who took his son to college with him, uh, who is now happily married to... Uh, Courtney. Yeah, Dawn, no, Ash... Uh, no, Courtney. Courtney's the character from General Hospital. I don't know what her character's name was in the show. Was it Dawn? No, that, that wasn't Dawn. It was something else. Um, Her, like, the actress's name was Alicia Lee Willis, but I don't remember the... So he's married to Alicia Lee Willis' <laughs> character. <laughs> yes. Um, who's also, remember, single IMDb mother her. <laughs> from the basketball team. Uh, last episode that they were in together. I swear her name was Courtney on the show. I kept on calling her Courtney. Or was the, or was the kid Courtney? No. I swear someone on the basketball team was <laughs> named Courtney. Um, so, what were... Oh, yeah. So, they are married. They were dating before they're married now. And basically... And Wilson also talks about how, like, he had no support from his ex-lover's um, family. Like, once, you know, the blame was... Because um, Charlie keeps talking about, like, the blame for whose fault it is that they have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
at first he's like, he tells the Rev, like, well, this is your fault because you told me I had to go and be a father. And then the, the Rev. Rev is like, this is my fault, really? <laughs> the, my fault that you have a child? And then um, Wilson talks about blame in the sense that he says that, well, my um, baby mama's parents blamed me for the as the reason that she died. Um, and, like, it takes two. So, like, I'm not the entire reason she had a baby. Um, or the entire reason she died. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all, obviously, it's, like, a happy ending. They're never going to, like, the, Charlie's not going to leave his family. And clearly, Charlie's going to be able to go to college and raise a kid and... Well, we don't know that. That's just, we're, we're left to speculate, but, you know, it's Seventh Heaven verse, so. Um, so that's that storyline, and that's basically what the Rev's doing the entire time, once he delegates the job over to Wilson. So let's get to the most foolish storyline. Yes. I don't know, this is the competition for the, the most foolish. But, um, so Lucy and Kevin, like, Lucy's like, I need to find a new, um, OBGYN, or, you know, um. Baby doctor. I don't know why. I forget why. No, I don't think there was a I reason to say She's just looking for a new doctor. And Kevin, because it is his first child, is very involved in going to all the appointments and whatever. And Lucy finally finds one that she likes, and Kevin is like, nah, don't like her. Um, he doesn't like her. Which, it is not his decision. Yeah, he doesn't like her. He has, his reasons for not liking her is because she's, quote-unquote, a know-it-all woman. Uh, and it's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, you sound like a Republican when you <laughs> say that. Say it again. <laughs> know-it-all <laughs> woman. Uh, do I sound like a congressman? Um, so, uh, it's it's mostly because uh, it's a British... I don't know. I freaking don't understand. But I, think it's, like, I think it's entirely because this doctor is British, and she has the corresponding accent. And I think he's just reading into... Um, she seems fine to me. I think the other thing was apparently during the doctor appointment, she spoke only to Lucy and didn't really pay attention to Kevin, which, I mean, Lucy is the patient, Kevin isn't, and I think Kevin was just like, I feel left out. Um, obviously, Ben misses any of this drama and hones it on the fact that there's a hot doctor in front of him. Um, just, I don't know, alert. She's she's just she just has an she's accent. She's average looking. She just has an accent. I'm, I'm sure she's pretty, but she just has an accent. You know when you know when you I used to like when I was younger I used to think British guys were really hot, but then you look at them now and you're like, "No. It's just the accent. It's just the accent." Um so he's all about getting with the doctor and the doctor's very like stereotypically British, and this is something that I so hate about TV and like just generally the stereotypes. Like, remember when the French guy was visiting and he was so very French? Condescending. Yeah. And now the British woman is like... Uh, the most British. Go read some Dickens or something. Yeah, it's she, like, tell, she tells Kevin to read some Dickens. And it's like, what Like what British person ever says that? Unless they're like a Brit-lit professor. Yeah. Um, so, and even a Brit-lit... First of all, well, all the Brit-lit professors I've always had were English... Were, were, American. <laughs> Excuse me. Not, oh, that's a lie. I spent a semester in London. <laughs> Never mind. So, but none of them were yeah. like, oh, you need to go read some Dickens. So, yeah. Um, and uh, we were really disappointed to see that she was actually British. We, we were really hoping it was just a person pretending to have an accent as, you know. Seventh Heaven <laughs> loves to do. Yeah. I think we, you just said that in the last episode. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we... The, the, so the storyline is basically them, like, Lucy and Kevin fighting over, should they go back to the old doctor? Do they like this new doctor? And basically the idea is Kevin feels kind of incompetent as a, like, a 
future father. And he's really insecure, and he doesn't know what to do, but he wants to pretend like he knows what to do. And blah, 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 blah. Lucy's body, Lucy's choice. And... (laughs) On the other side of it, Ben goes and asks the doctor out on a date, uh, and she's like, okay, I'll go have some fish and chips with you, but I have children. Um, Also, Ben has this weird, wacko theory that the reason he does not have a wife and kid is because of Wilson. Correct, because Mary was going to be his wife and kid. (laughs) Yes. He thinks that the kid that Mary has with Carlo should be his kid. Should be his. Which, I'm sorry, it's been years since, like... And they dated for the briefest moment in time. Like, Wilson was there for, like, two years, two and a half years. When I think of Ben, it's just, like, a blip on the Mary dating timeline. Yeah, but, but, like, Carlos was an even smaller blip, and then she married him, so... Well, we all know she was meant to end up with... What's his face? Uh, the guy who died? No. No, um, Robbie. Yes. Who died? Nope. I'm thinking of Glee. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, who died? Wrong show. Nobody okay. died on 7th Heaven. Yet. Yet. Oh, wait, someone did no, die. Yeah, Lucy's we, friend. And also, um, the actress that plays Sarah... And also, well, yeah, in real life, in real not life. on the show. Oh, not on the show, yeah. Um, and also the woman who had Wilson's baby. Actually, a lot of people have died on 7th Heaven. All the grandparents, not all the oh, grandparents. Oh, yeah, the grandparents the died, too. Oh, moment of silence for all the people who have died on 7th Heaven. And, okay. it, and it's over. <laughs> so, uh, back to the show. Um, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, we are talking about death. Um, well, what basically happens is, uh, like... Kevin spends some time talking to the Rev about fatherhood. Ben and Wilson run into each other and have a little comedic spat. Um, And that's about it. My last note on this uh, storyline is that I just wrote, why is this OBGYN British? Yeah. I mean, she can be if she wants to be, but why? It's just like, I don't know why they do this. I... Why I don't under, I don't understand why why the show does a lot of things the show decides to do. Um, the final storyline, which is I, the most titillating. It is. It is the most. I can't say that word. So titillating. She, yes, whatever she just said. Um, it has to revolve around Ruthie. Yeah. So we're finally getting to see Ruthie. And this I have been waiting for this since the podcast began, and Tanvi can vote can vouch for me on this. So this um, is, yeah. Wow, I just looked up the actual definition of titillating and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> titillating. Adjective. Arousing mild sexual excitement or interest. Salacious. <laughs> and I stand by my use of that word. <laughs> okay. So, um... So, I have... I hyped this from when I watched through, um, you know, two years ago, three years ago now... Um, I just was frustrated by the storyline and excited by it and just many, I had so many emotions and we're finally getting to see Ruthie becoming attracted to Martin. Um, well, I think this is the first hint. This is kind of more Ruthie and Mac, but we do see. This is not a hint though. No, no. It's made very clear in the episode that Ruthie is very interested in Martin. No, but this is about Ruthie and Mac. This episode is about Ruthie and Mac. But this, the underlying thing is thing is that it's like Ruthie's using Mac as a cover because she's like, I can't tell anyone that I like Martin because he like lives in my house yes. and my parents will right. freak out. Um, so what we have here is Ruthie being all grown up. Although in the last episode she said she was going to give up boys for the internet that does not exist in the Seventh Heaven household, even though uh, Martin is able to check his email. <laughs> um, 
How? On his iPhone. <laughs> okay, back in 2004. LTE. LTE. He has some. He's, he has some of that 3G action. Yeah, yeah. In 2004. Four. Oh, or 4G or 2G. Maybe he had a chocolate phone. I had a cho- no. I didn't have a chocolate. My ex-boyfriend had a chocolate. I had a razor and a side. I had many sidekicks. I had a razor, and I had no. I think I did have a chocolate. I was known for my sidekicks in high school. <laughs> I was known for my razor. It was not pink. It was, oh, yeah, no, I had the normal razor, too, um, until I actually ended up biting a hole in the screen. Biting? Yeah. I got I, frustrated, and I was just... Okay. Had it in my mouth, and... Got it. Bit a hole in the screen. So, um, Ruthie, we... Ruthie's, like, putting on makeup, and, you know, we have a nice mother-daughter moment where Annie's like, oh, you're all grown up, you don't need makeup to look beautiful, but you do look beautiful. Is there a reason you're wearing makeup? And basically, Ruthie lies her way around the fact that she's interested in Max slash Martin. She basically says, I want to hang out with them. They're single. I'm not interested in dating them, but I do want to hang out with but them. But I want to look good in case they invite me to hang out because they might invite me for pizza. So Annie's like, I don't believe you, but this is your mistake to make, so go ahead and make it. Um, so we have a lot of scenes of Ruthie kind of standing around looking tantalizing, I guess, or titillating, (laughs) Um, trying to get the attention of the boys. Martin's kind of not having any of it, but Mac is like, it's fine, you can come to pizza with us, or you can come hang out with us, or whatever. It, like, there's, like, kind of, like, that red herring of, oh, he might actually be interested, but clearly he's not. It's Ruthie. They're both just being nice. Yeah. Um, Ruthie gets really excited. She's able to go and get pizza with them. And we, this, the way that they set it up is that Martin's on one side and Mac and her are kind of sitting closer together. And they have a little, like, you know, some dialogue that kind of hints at maybe something's going to happen because she says something about the kind of pizza she wants and he says, that's my kind of woman. And she's all like, oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, Martin tries to get Mac to go away to do something because he wants to get out of there because he's uncomfortable. And Ruthie's like, stop being weird. And Martin's like, do you actually think Mac likes you? And he's like, well, she, yeah, like, well, look at me. And then two other girls show up. And they're older and they're like, oh, is this your little sister? And Ruthie's devastated. Yeah, because Martin says. No, Mac says it. Oh, I thought Martin said it. Yeah, like, oh, she's like a little sister. Um, and basically, Ruthie runs home, takes off her makeup, is crying, and we have some moments between Lucy and her, and the Rev and her, and I think maybe even possibly Annie and her, where she's basically like, you know, I'm, I wanted, I, I lied, I like Mac, or quote unquote, I like Mac, and I wanted him to like me back, but all they look at, like, that he only sees me as, like, a little sister. When will I be seen as a grown-up? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, in the background of this story is also the fact that Mac's parents are divorced and he doesn't have a father who's around and he wishes he had the Rev as a father, so... And Martin has the Rev as a pseudo-father, so... Yeah. There's that. Um, it's... I, I don't know. I feel like it could have been fun to, like, explore the storyline more, with Ruthie, because, you know, Ruthie is constantly surrounded by all these older guys. And, are, like she, and I don't think that Ruthie has been boy crazy, no, exactly. as they said in the last yeah. episode. Up until this point, she hasn't been boy crazy. And I think this developing um, interest in, you know, I guess at this point, if you haven't seen the entire series, you think it's Mac. Um, but, it's very- but it's really Martin, and it's just this, like, complicated... 
Well, he's only two years older than her, so it's just this, like, it's a weird position. I think it would be a weird position to be in, to be, like, a 14-year-old girl with this guy who's not too much older than you living in your house and, like, taking on this weird role. Especially because it's kind of like the mirror of what was happening with Lucy and Robbie, except it was it's actually good. Robbie was his name. You said Robbie. <laughs> you remembered it already. All right. <laughs> um, but, like... You know, we had, like, this kind of... They tried to make make up this tension between Lucy and Robbie when Robbie lived there. But, like, obviously that didn't work out because Lucy's the worst and we like Robbie as a character. And But, like, we've never had this happen with Ruthie before, so it could have been exciting to see this... Well, we'll see what happens with this. It's obviously going to play out over the next three seasons. Like, we, we... It's not like this throwaway... It's probably the one of the more consistent things that they've done on Seventh Heaven because... Lucy and Robbie was, like... A second. Yeah, and then they tried to pretend it was longer Longer than than that. But this is, like, an ongoing, just, like, storyline theme throughout... um, I think it would be... I think it could The final few seasons. This was the more compelling... When the show... So we already said that the show jumped the shark. Mm -hmm. This, to me, I think I got so invested in it was... It was because it is one of the more compelling storylines that they play with, and they really do play with it a lot. It's a slow um, burn. I feel like the show doesn't know how to do slow burn, but this is a good slow burn. It's a great slow burn. Um, and it's probably one of the, it's the best thing that I think that's played out on this show, even though it's in the later seasons, which were generally worse than the earlier seasons. This is a super good storyline that um, plays out. So and also, if you want to tune into yeah. that, no, well, no, you were going to say something else. I won't wrap it up. No, I was just going to say, I, I think also just because we have somebody that really is Ruthie's equal. Um, Ruthie, at the end of this episode, says to Lucy, it's really hard, it's going to be really hard to find somebody and not settle for somebody because, you know, we have such a good example with Dad. And Lucy's like, well, I found someone, so you will too. And I think that's kind of like a foreshadowing of the fact that, like, Martin does kind of represent someone who is on Ruthie's level. I don't think Ruthie's ever had anyone that challenges her quite like and I, think, and I think that it makes sense that he's older, because yeah. Ruthie's always been portrayed as this more mature, more intelligent, for like, yeah. for her age, she's been more mature and more intelligent than someone, of, like, an average person of her age, so I think making it Martin, someone who's, like, a little bit older than her, and just a little bit, like, more jaded, maybe, mm-hmm. um, to kind of push back on her and, like, create this tension was a good... This is, this was a good television that they started writing nine seasons in. Yeah, because I think the show really did a really bad job of, like, here's a character, you know that this character is for this other... Like, when they introduced Kevin, it was immediately... It was immediate that Kevin was going to be with Lucy. There was no, like, build-up to, oh, maybe... Well, she made those maybe, eyes at him, yeah. and it was just over. You know, or, like, when they introduced Ben... Like, you knew every time a character was introduced, they were introduced for a specific person. I think with this one, we knew that it was, introdu- she was he was introduced for Ruthie, because we no. read about it. Well, what? I knew... Yeah. Like, you knew, because I told you, you and we knew, mm-hmm. but I think... To the general viewer we watching this play exactly. out, you don't know. You're exactly. just like, there's this older guy because Ruthie was in seventh grade or whatever yeah. with Peter, and you had no you're idea. Not, it's totally off your radar. And that's kind of what I like. Like, I'm just to this is my last comment on it. When I watched One Tree Hill, and I know some of our a lot of our listeners also watched One Tree Hill, um, CW fam, yeah. Uh, I really my my ship was Nathan and Haley, and that was because for the first like three four episodes of the show they didn't interact at all. You didn't think they were going to interact at all. You thought you know Nathan was going to be with Peyton and Haley and 
Lucas might end up together because it was the best friend trope. Was Lucas Chad Michael Murray? Yes. Okay. And, That's what I thought. But then they all of a sudden they put Nathan and Haley together, these people that are on complete opposite sides, had no interactions before, and I really fell for them, and I really like that. And I like that in shows and movies when you can't tell who the person's going to end up with. And that's what I really like about this potential Ruthie Martin thing that's going to, might happen, might not happen. We'll see. Well, they are, won't they? Um, so I think that's really it for the story, for this episode. Um, so anyway, tell us your thoughts about Ruthie Martin, Mac, you know, whatever. The return of Ben and Wilson for a hot second. Yeah, uh, and you can do that on our... Were you going to say something else? Or do I was you? just going to say, do the rating. What's your rating first of oh, this episode? Fuck, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I am going to give it another four for um, teasing us with the Ruthie Martin storyline. Because I think, too, the average... I hate that I'm spoil Like, I'm spoiling a little bit. But I think to an average viewer this does make you think that Ruthie was interested in Mac. And but to a viewer who's... To a viewer who has never seen the episode before, I think they did a good job of... of well, well, no, to me, it's a good tease. Yeah. It's a good, like, because I've been wondering since... I knew that, like, you know, Ruthie had the incident where she pans to Martin, and, like, that's, like, a pretty flirtatious thing to do. And then, like, so, so this has, like, kind of been building for me because I know it's going to the inevitable, mm. like, Ruthie pining every episode after Martin is going to happen. Um, but this was a this was good, like, red herring, you're right. Um, I'm going to go and give this a three, because I actually enjoyed the conversation we had over this podcast more than I actually enjoyed the episode. But for the fact that it gave us this kind of conversation, I'm going to give it a three. Um, to wrap it up, we obviously love all your opinions and love what you have to say. What's a couple of yours that you didn't see coming but you liked? Uh, email us at camdencast at gmail.com. We are also on facebook.com slash camdencast. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at camdencastshow. Uh, we have new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday through the Apple iTunes podcast app, Stitcher, and soundcloud.com slash camdencast. I'm Tanby. I'm Erin. This is Camdencast. Camdencast.